and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and I believe that God wants to fill up heaven. He wants everyone to be saved, including you. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. That's the gospel, the good news of Jesus' true salvation. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Pay attention, people. Listen to the watchman on the wall. If you come down over to my blog, you see a picture of El Morro, which is a fortress in Old San Juan. The city in the Old San Juan, a city in Puerto Rico, is um, heavily fortified. It's El Morro Fortress dates back to 1650 when the Spanish government ordered the city to be surrounded uh, or walled in. The picture on my blog is of one of its garritas, or sentry towers, where guards were posted 24-7. Their job was to warn the fortress officers if they saw any enemy ships approaching. I imagine they would then rally the troops and be ready for the attack. Now imagine if the sentry warned an officer, but the officer did nothing, and the fortress was attacked and men were killed. Who's at fault? The officer, right? The sentry did his job, such as the job of the watchman on the wall. Back in the Old Testament days, most cities were walled cities, not unlike old San Juan. Watchmen were stationed on the wall and their job was to watch out for approaching enemies and to warn the leaders and the people that an attack would be imminent. We have this in Ezekiel chapter 33. Ezekiel as Israel's watchman. And I read, once again, a message came to me from the Lord, son of man, and that's how God referred to Ezekiel. Give your people this message. When I bring an army against a country, the people of that land choose one of their own to be a watchman. When the watchman sees the enemy coming, he sounds the alarm to warn the people. Then if those who hear the alarm refuse to take action, it is their own fault if they die. They heard the alarm but ignored it. So the responsibility is theirs. If they had listened to the warning, they could have saved their lives. But if the watchman sees the enemy coming and doesn't sound the alarm to warn the people, he is responsible for their captivity. They will die in their sins, but I will hold the watchman responsible for their deaths. Now, son of man, I am making you a watchman for the people of Israel. Therefore, listen to what I say and warn them for me. If I announce that some wicked people are sure to die and you fail to tell them to change their ways, then they will die in their sins and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. But if you warn them to repent and they don't repent, they will die in their sins, but you will have saved yourself. The Watchman's Message Son of man, give the people of Israel this message. You are saying our sins are heavy upon us. We are wasting away. How can we survive? As surely as I live, says the Sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of wicked people. I only want them to turn from their wicked ways so they can live. Turn, 
turn from your wickedness, O people of Israel. Why should you die? Son of man, give your people this message. The righteous behavior of righteous people will not save them if they turn to sin, nor will the wicked behavior of wicked people destroy them if they repent and turn from their sins. When I tell righteous people that they will live, but then they sin, expecting their past righteousness to save them, then none of their righteous acts will be remembered. I will destroy them for their sins. And suppose I tell some wicked people that they will surely die, but then they turn from their sins and do what is just and right. For instance, they might give back a debtor's security, return what they have stolen, or obey my life-giving laws, no longer doing what is evil. If they do this, then they will surely live and not die. None of their past sins will be brought up again, for they have done what is just and right, and they will surely live. Your people are saying, the Lord isn't doing what's right, but it is they who are not doing what's right. For again, I say, when righteous people turn away from their righteous behavior and turn to evil, they will die. But if wicked people turn from their wickedness and do what is just and right, they will live. Oh, people of Israel, you are saying the Lord isn't doing what's right, but I judge each of you according to your deeds. And then that's, that was verse 20. And then I'm going to skip down to verse 30. Son of man, your people talk about you in their houses and whisper about you at their doors. They say to each other, come on, let's go hear the prophet. Tell us what the Lord is saying. So my people come pretending to be sincere and sit before you. They listen to your words, but they have no intention of doing what you say. Their mouths are full of lustful words. Their hearts seek only after money. You are very entertaining to them, like someone who sings love songs with a beautiful voice or plays fine music on an instrument. They hear what you say, but they don't act on it. But when all these terrible things happen to them, as they certainly will, then they will know a prophet has been among them. And that is Ezekiel 33, 1 through 20, and then verses 30 through 33. Today, there are many watchmen on the wall. Some of them are listed on my website in the link where it says Bible Prophecy Links. Or you can do a search on YouTube for Watchmen on the Wall and see who comes up. Look for the latest videos. There are some that are posting several times a week because they too realize that we are living in the last days. They are warning us that we need to repent of our sins and turn to Jesus Christ. If people hear the message and repent and follow Jesus, then they'll be okay. They won't be left behind in the rapture. If they hear the message and ignore it, it's not the watchman's fault if the people end up in hell. For instance, in Ezekiel 37, we read about dry bones, the valley of dry bones. The Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. 
I will put flesh and muscle on you and cover you with sin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. The skin formed to cover their bodies, but still they had no breath in them. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds. Breathe into these bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying, we have become old dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, oh, my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14. And I was going, I'm reading through, I'm studying the book of Ezekiel. And several times it says, the Lord Almighty has spoken. Okay, and you want to believe, you have to believe this. <laughs> you can't just throw this out and say like, oh, this was a long time ago. This isn't happening now. Uh-huh. Well, as a matter of fact, the Jews are returning to Israel right now. So Sunday, I listened to a podcast called Prophecy Today with Dr. Jimmy DeYoung. He is a watchman on the wall. <laughs> he interviewed John Rood, who covers news of the European Union. The latest is that hundreds of thousands of French Jews are preparing to leave France and move to Israel. They are being driven out by anti-Semitism and jihad. And if you click on over to my blog, I've embedded the interview in there so you can listen to it. And Dr. DeYoung says that the return of the Jews is like the dry bones coming to life in three stages. Right now we're in secular Israel, so they are not messianic or believers in Jesus. But God is going to breathe life into them. He's going to give them the Holy Spirit. At that point, they accept Jesus as the Jewish Messiah. And then in stage three, they enter the kingdom of God. And that's what happens in Revelation, the book of Revelation. And you can go and search for my study in Revelation. Um... And I'll have, in a couple of days, some easy links to get to all of my studies um, on, in my blog. But we are truly living in the last days. Do I consider myself a watchman on the wall? Well, Pastor Tom Hughes says that all born-again Christians should be. So maybe I am. I prefer to see myself as one of the daughters Peter spoke about in Acts 2. And I read from Acts 2, verses 17 to 21. 
In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Get that? Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone. Are you saved? Have you called on the name of the Lord? Only Jesus can save you. No church, no sacraments, not Mary, not a priest, not even the Pope can save you. Only Jesus. If you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation and receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven that you won't be left behind at the rapture, this is what you have to do. Believe, repent, be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. I surrender my whole life to you. I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this prayer is in the show notes. I always put it in the show notes. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? So you can click on over to my blog, and I've got the next steps in your walk with Jesus. And I've also embedded um, the song by Lauren Daigle, Dry Bones. So you can enjoy that. So click on over to my blog. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Yes, the kingdom of God is here. We are living in strange, crazy times. The last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 to 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Folks, Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Invite him, your Savior, into your heart. If you don't know what to say, read the prayer in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope is through Jesus Christ only. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion, Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily and seeking the truth for yourself. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button, then the share button. The good news of Jesus Christ is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.